Hey, what's going on? It's Michael Clark with Kill Procrastination. Um, I just finished a podcast yesterday with uh, Lorenzo Kimber, uh, Renzo the Boss, uh, all that good stuff, man. Um, on this podcast, you're going to hear his ups and his downs, um, what he would have changed um, at 30, from 30 to 20 years old. If he could talk to himself, man, he, he drops a lot of knowledge, a lot of game. Unfortunately, I, I missed uh, the first 10 minutes of it, it got cut out of this podcast. But um, if I get a, if I get some good viewers on this, good views and uh, listens on this, I'm going to promise to do a part two that would recap that, that first 10 minutes and give you guys even more game. So you guys let me know what you think about this. Once again, this is Lorenzo, uh, Lorenzo Kimber. He's a guest on here and one of my best friends. And I feel like he's going to, change the game on just what he's doing with money. So if you're in the rap game, in the, in the industry um, at all, I mean, this can give you a little, this can give you a starting point. If you're young and you're don't know what you, what you're doing, or you don't know how to talk to your parents about something, you go ahead and you listen to this podcast and it'll give you some idea of, of what you need to do. So without further ado, here you go. All right, bro. I'm, I'm back up on this thing. All right, bet, bro. So yeah, just um, the last couple minutes, you can, if you can just recap what you were saying. Okay, yeah. So like I said, man, I was I was every bit of uh, 15 years old. Uh, my my man's rip. Shout out Block Style Records, man. Uh, showed me that it didn't take a big multi million dollar studio to make hits. Uh, all he had at his house, he had a home studio. In the garage, every every since I've known him, man, he's always had a garage, and he would convert his garage to a studio. He had a vocal booth uh, that was built out of plywood. He just went to Lowe's, Home Depot, got the wood, uh, constructed it, had some, you know, put it together himself. Uh, my signature's still on that thing t- till this day. He still got it, um, and lined the inside with. Now it's lined with. Uh, actual soundproofing man but back at that time it was just it was just lined with a uh, mattress foam but I, I i say that like i said i say all that to say guys uh kids and and anybody aspiring to do this don't feel like you have to you have to run straight to the glory that's what my parents didn't understand they knew that i was i was talented and they wanted to invest in the talent they just did not know how so they would pay for me to like go to talent shows and and stuff like that, you know. So I got that stage right out early on, um, but they just didn't know that they could have spent. It probably would have cost them in total, man. I'd say that that laptop you could get a desktop computer uh, that wouldn't, you know, and Windows XP for like a hundred bucks. Definitely these days. Um, and then turn around, get you a little radio check, might be like $45, $50. Uh, and then get you a, a – before I had a pop filter, I had a – I had a, I took a wire hanger and I, I formed it like a pop filter. And I just took a wave cap and, and, and put it over it. And it, it really – you know what I'm saying? It was it was rigged up, but it it, it did its job. You know, that that part is to, is to filter out the – the spit and you know all the like if you have a list and and stuff like that you know what I'm saying filters filters the uh 
all the all the extra stuff out. But it's it's not it's it's real inexpensive to get off the ground. And then what it is, you just learn how to you learn how to let your voice carry. It's a science. I don't I don't think people realize how much actually goes into it. It's not just you know what I'm saying you hop on a microphone and and you start spitting some rhymes. It, it's where you stand on the mic. You know how you how you let your voice carry propagation. All that is rappers don't uh, performers. I won't just say rappers performers in general don't get enough credit. Uh, but that's a whole nother segment. But anyway, getting getting back to it. So now that's where I started. Uh, and then you know over the years I would I would do shows. Uh, you know, I've, I've done a, a set number of shows. Um, I did a lot of stuff back in the gap coming up for free. Um, just because, and, and, and don't, a lot of people will be discouraged, you know, when you say that. So, and, and people look at it as a hobby because you spend money initially and you're not getting paid. First and foremost, anything worth doing, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to be easy. You have, you cannot be afraid to invest in yourself. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You can't be afraid to invest in yourself. So you're going to have understand that you're going to have to put out some stuff free. Ain't nobody know who you are. You know, when I was, when I was 15, 16 years old, you know, my, I was going by Raging Renzo at that time. And, uh, didn't nobody know who I was, man. I wasn't anybody, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that's not how I, I felt about myself, but that's just how the rest of the world is going to view you. So don't don't have that attitude. I know I see a lot of these young cats, man, they expect, uh, you know, because they spent, you know, all this money invested in the project, you know, spending on studio time and and, and getting an album and these kind of things that you got to charge, you know, five, ten dollars. Now, bro, you're not you're not established yet. So you might not be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? You might you might want to drop a five song mixtape and, and push that mug out for a dollar. I was doing that. My first my first project that I did was actually with Royalty Records. My dog Nova Beat. Shout out Nova. Fell off the face of the planet. Can't find you nowhere. But if you hear this, shout out to you, my brother. Uh, and we did a mixtape. We was in high school and we did a mixtape. Uh, I don't even remember the name of that joint, but. That was our first one. Uh, it was it was three of us. We were royalty records, and we did we dropped a mixtape. Probably had like six, seven songs on it, and we just gave it out, man. We just gave it out, you know. For one, I mean, all the beats were original, and, and, and looking back on it, we definitely could have made some money off of it, but we gave it out. And, and people that people that mess with us, you know, what I'm saying they gave us donations, so they would give us. You know, oh, here you go, bro. I ain't going to, you know, take it for free. I want to give you something for it. And so that was that was the introduction. You know what I'm saying? But my point, my point is uh, that's that that was the starting point. Now, the turning point was when, again, OG Rip uh, schooled me to the game. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's when I went and got my BMI account set up, BMI. Uh, always forget the B man, but I know it's music, uh, uh, industry, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what it stands for. So you hop on BMI.com, just Google BMI. Um, you're going to go on there. You're going to set up an account. It's free. You're not even paying for nothing, but this is how you're going to get paid. So you set your account up 
and then you register your works. You know what I'm saying? You register your works on there, and that's how you get paid. I'm going to get into that right now. Uh, another one is ASCAP. That's another one. Don't even ask me what that acronym stands for. I just know they're the platform on which you can get paid. So you need to have a BMI. If, you, if you're looking at doing this, don't do it for free. That's, that, that's one of the mistakes that I made. And I, I wouldn't so much say it's a mistake because, like I said, you're going to have to do some stuff free just to get you a, a fan base going. Um, but at some point, have that plan to where you're going to do a BMI, to where you're going to do an ASCAP because that's where the money's going to come in at. So I'll, I'll, I'll bring it current day. I'll relate it. Um, where I'm at now in my career, yeah, I'm doing it a lot more now. Uh, than I ever have, and I'm loving it. I'm out of the military, was blessed enough to get uh, medically separated, uh, got got retired, you know, did my thing, got hurt, couldn't keep going, whoopie whoop, that's another story. Um, but anyway, uh, recently, very blessed to uh, be a part of EP winning Cypher Part 2. Uh, EP, help bro. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, we out here... Uh, EP My bad. I, I ain't want to cut. I want to cut you off, bro. Um, I, I want to go back to something that you were talking about earlier, man. I, I just want to unpack it because you gave so much game in like the last five minutes, bro. I'm not gonna lie, so yeah. much game. But I want to unpack a couple of those things because, um, like I said, the title of the podcast is "Kill Procrastination," right? Absolutely. So, man, my thing is one. I want to start at was what you said at the beginning. Where you said, look, you don't need all this fancy equipment. You can just get started with what you have. And that's the same thing with this podcast. When I started it, man, I thought I needed this, this, and this. I've tried to start YouTube channels. And I'm like, man, I need all this fancy equipment before I can even get started. And, and I think you hit the, you know, the nail on the head when you say just start with what you have. You know, if all you can get is that phone and, and some little app to, to, to create your music, just, just take that, you know, uh, uh, make a five song EP and, and, and send it out for a dollar, like to, to, to get some sort of revenue back. And I feel like that is major game, man, major game. And I want people to understand that, man. Oh yeah. Um, so the, the next thing I wanted you to talk about, cause you also unpacked this as well. You talked about it was, you know, your parents knowledge, like before I get to that part though, I'm going to ask you, you know, if you if you can let me know, what would a thirty old you tell the twenty old you? Like, basically, if you could just restart this whole process. I mean, how would you have cleaned it up? How would you have, you know, financed it and and actually made real income from this? I'm not saying you did make any income from it, but I know you felt like you could have made more because you said you left money on the table. So how how would you have corrected this if you could talk to yourself when you were eighteen years old? You know, nineteen years old. Uh, got you, man. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, like there, there's a lot of glitz and, and glam involved in, involved in the industry, of course. Um, so if if 30 year old Renzo the boss could could hit rewind and go talk to 18, 19 year old Renzo the boss, the conversation would, would be something like, man, don't don't get flooded by what's in front of you. Um, don't don't be cocky. Uh, grandma always said everything that glitter isn't gold. And I I knew that. 
and I had that mentality, but for whatever reason, circumstances, you know how it is when you're young, man, yeah. you, go, you go through different life experiences, uh, you know, breakups, things of that nature. And, life, uh, life hits, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah, life events, you lose people. I had, I had close friends die, had close relatives die. You know, you go through all that kind of stuff. So really, I, I lost myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not ashamed to say that. I lost myself. So new me talking to old me, it would have been, hey, stay focused on why you why you started doing this in the first place. And I think that's that's something that I left out. Um, I my my first company and I, I'll make this real quick. My first company that I wanted to start um, was Million Dollar Minds. And that's still I'm going to use that as as my uh I wrote this out, man. When I say company, I, I wrote this this business plan out, this business model out. I was every bit of like, you know, eight nine years old when I when I wrote this thing out. And um, and the, and the point of of doing it was I got started in the music to make a difference, to have my voice mean something. I was influenced by dudes like Tupac, you know, Big L, Public Enemy, N.W.A. Dudes that was that was actually not just making shake your, your your booty music, you know what I'm saying, but actually putting out some music with a message, you know what I'm saying, actually influencing somebody to do to do something. Um, so making the connection, I lost myself basically and got got cocky, you know what I'm saying, because I did. There was money on the table, you know. There was times, man. I was, you know, I was. I, I won't say their name now because I'm actually in negotiation with them. So. <laughs> I don't know how all that works, so I'm gonna leave them out of it. But uh, y'all probably know who they are. They got game assistants. Hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, Universal at, at one time came came my way. Uh, Jersey Mike, the guy that that produced uh, Soldier Boy, came my way. Actually, knew Soldier Boy before all that crank that uh, type of stuff. Um, and so basically, man, what 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 happened was I. I was I was spending money and and being reckless. So when I say I lost myself, I mean like I for the first time in my life I uh could get any and everything I want. I mean anything. You know what I'm saying? So I was spending the money on on shoes and and clothes and and jewelry and and all this shit that didn't matter, right? Because I felt like oh, you know, I'm a rapper. So this this stuff is I gotta look the part now. I gotta, I gotta play the game. This is true to an extent. You don't want to spend so much. Yes, yes. Your image is everything. Your image is gonna is gonna help uh, create your brand. However, you need to make a way to get a return on your investment, and that's my mistake. So, thirty year old me talking to 18, 19 year old me. Hey, hey, young man, why are you wasting that money on them bullshit shoes? And that bullshit jury that you ain't going to do nothing but lose or break anyway. Say, man, take that money and, and spend that money on a copyright. Go and get your go and get a song or or, or here's here's an idea. Pay for a beat, pay for a beat and have exclusive rights to it. And then take another chunk of change. Probably like, man, it probably cost you. I just I just did Vince McMahon. It, it probably cost you like twenty dollars probably cheaper than that man i'm probably reaching uh but it's not it's inexpensive i'll, I'll get those exact numbers and i'll 
I'll do a segment about that on, on Silver Tongue Talk. So y'all get that. Um, but anyway, it's it's inexpensive. Get you a copyright. Don't waste money on 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 BS that is not going to do anything for your career. Again, yeah, it looks good, but it's not really propelling your career. And I think that's a mistake that a lot of young cats make. They they try to do that. What you don't understand is when you get on, a label has a finance department, and all of that is a part of it. Your wardrobe, everything that you get, and the funny part about it is. Having having been in, in professional settings and having meet, you know, met some of these record execs and stuff, dog, when you get on, you'd be surprised at how much you're not spending. People want to give you stuff solely based upon who you are and and the promise that you bring. And if you need if you need me to elaborate on that, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. All right. Converse, Converse screwed up. They could have had they had the pleasure of signing Michael Jordan. They were first (laughs) and they turned him down. They turned Michael Jordan down. That's a little known fact that everybody don't know. And Nike came in and said, hey, we'll work with you. Well, I bet Converse kicking themselves in the behind now. You so, know what, bro? To, to caveat off of that, you know, I believe the same thing happened to Steph, uh, Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry. Yeah. You know, he. I don't know who he was signed to prior to Under Armour, but that company, man, they basically did some copy and paste stuff that they do with each and every um, NBA player that comes in into those meetings, bro. Like, you know, they just fill in the blanks with these guys and they called them by the wrong name. It was some other stuff that happened and they just walked out, bro. Yeah, man. What 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 cats got to understand, and, and and what what has to be known about this industry, and, and and they can try to hold it against me all they want, man. But they know it. I know it. And anybody that's industry in the industry knows it. It's cutthroat. Yeah. It is. It is. It is super cutthroat. It's, it's big boy games. You know, a lot of these companies, you know, they they out to make money, and that's the name of the game. They don't care nothing about your your values, your morals, you know, your, your sanity in most cases. So what you got to do, you got to change the game and you got to follow the model of, of, uh, independent guys. So I don't know if you want me to, I don't know if you want me to, uh, go ahead and flip to that now, bro, since we, yeah, I was just going to say, man, that was a, that was a great, a great segue, man. Cause that's um, top mistakes man that that a lot of these music artists do and and what we see on a repeat basis um but before i get that man because like i said you said so much man i still want to unpack it i wrote some notes while you were talking and um i think what you need to hit on if you can real quick is is your parents knowledge you said a lot of that stuff um that you wanted to do i mean i mean from the time when you got the dr seuss books and you knew like hey this was you know this is something I, i like then it turned into a hobby. Then it turned into something you really wanted to do. But the part that, that stopped you was the how. How do we make this happen? Where do we start? You know what I'm saying? And and what kind of equipment do I need? I see this on TV. I need this. I need that. Like, basically, I mean, you, your parents, if they could, uh, you know, absorb that knowledge. And, of course, they didn't have YouTube back in the day. They don't have a lot of the resources that we have now, man. Yep. I mean, I, I guess that's the biggest thing with these parents. So moving forward, though. How do you think these parents could evolve and help their kids chase their dreams? You know what I'm saying? 
man, please keep it financially within their budget because you know how that goes, man. Like we got, you know, we got kids that's in football. We got kids that, that stuff costs money, man. You know, you you don't want to put your kid in something. They say, oh, this is a hobby, I, or I, I love this, and then they half-ass it basically. You know what I'm saying? So I want to speak on that. Absolutely. Uh, the closest, the closest thing I can I can do, bro, to break that down, honestly, is 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 to paint the picture. So I can I can speak on things like this at at the level that I speak because I'm a parent. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm not gonna lie, real real quick, and then I'll, I'll jump right into it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. Uh, when I was when I first became a parent, young parent, I was. When I had my first phone, I was I was uh, 21 years old back in 2011, and uh, I I caught myself. It, it it took me a long time. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I just I just got it uh, right away. It it took me a while, but anyway, uh, what ended up happening was I would, you know, I'd get them nice clothes. That was always my thing from the moment they were born. You know, I'd have them in nice clothes. I was proud mm-hmm. of him. You know what I'm saying? He was my first son, so I you know I got him the Jordans and the and the Nikes and and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, so so tying that together, we spend money on what we want to spend it on, right? We'll we'll spend it on clothes, we'll spend it on this, we'll spend it on that. But then our kids, and, and this happens, and, and I am black, by the way. Let me let me throw that out. So again, I can speak on it in case anybody want to try to come for me. Um, but in in the black community, you know what I'm saying? We're just we're 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 taught to to get those things. But then I what what I have a problem with is when your baby comes to you, we'll put them in like like, like bro just said, we'll put them in sports, the football, the basketball, you know, and, and we'll invest that money into them there. But then when your kid comes to you and say, Hey, I, I got this gift or I got this talent. You know, I want to I want to try to try to do that. Um, I, I'm going to say it like this, man. It would there's no doubt in my mind that there's some some Jay-Z's that never became Jay-Z because nobody believed in them. Nobody poured into them. There's some there's some Kanye's. There's some J. Cole's. There's some Kendrick Lamar's. There's some Tupac's. You know, there's there's talent that that dried up and died in the street because all because. They didn't have the right tools. So please, 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 with a capital P, parents, listen to your kids. And I, again, this is not a dig at my parents. I love my parents. We have an amazing relationship. I don't blame them for anything, but but they did not understand what it took uh, in, in order to, to make my dream happen. You know, they did what they could. They got me a karaoke machine. You know, and on that karaoke machine, I used to go. I remember getting singles. I would, I would get a single uh, before a lot of y'all's time. Boy, but uh, on on the front side, it would have the song, and then on side B, it would have the instrumental. And I would, I, I started recording like that, and that was on a, a little hundred dollar karaoke machine. You know what I'm saying? My parents got me that for uh for Christmas one year, and that was. That was like one of the best gifts I ever had. I felt like I could get rich. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I felt like I could get rich off of that karaoke machine. But answering the question, bro, 
yeah, man, you, you could you could put this together without breaking the bank. If you're a dancer, I, I same same type of thing. You know, we live we're blessed enough to live in a social media age now. So if you're a dancer, choreographer, or whatever, man, put that cell phone up, prop it up somewhere. Uh, you know, until you can get you a tripod and and go ahead and start getting it, man. You'll be surprised that at who tuned in. It's just like this podcast, right? Like, like we're 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 getting listeners and we're you know we're we're gaining traction and and getting attention. But like like bro said, like the title of of his podcast is "Kill Procrastination." Don't don't think that you have to go straight for the gold and you need a multi-million dollar studio. Educate your parents. Break it down to them. Tell them, hey, do do the math. You know, tell them, hey, to get me off the ground, I probably need like $300. And back in the day, that might have sounded like a lot of money. And to some people, it probably still is. But there's things that you can do. You know, if you really want, if you really, if it's in you and you really want to make it, you're going to, there's not too much that you're not going to do to make it happen. I'm not saying, you know, the, the illegals and stuff like that. Obviously we know that we trying to break those types of trends. And and I know a lot of people think it's cute, but the shit really ain't cute and and excuse my language, but I had to get that out. But when I say, turn your hustle on, man, get out there and cut some grass. You know what I'm saying? Go walk some dogs. It's, it's, it's a lot of stuff that you could do and you will be surprised. I was cutting grass. That's that's one thing about it. My dad made sure from an early age, I was like 13 years old, that we knew how to activate the hustle. So I think that's and that's that's another point, bro. I think that was like that was like one of the biggest black eyes. Once I figured out that I could have been doing this all along because I had been getting money. I had money at a from a young age. My dad had us on a paper route. So I was out there, man, eating, you know what I'm saying? Getting delivering papers and, and, and getting money at a, at a young age. I just did not know that I could have taken $300 of that and easily invested it into the start of my music career. So parents, man, get, get, get up with, with a local rapper, get up with, and, and don't be game. I'll say that because unfortunately there are some greedy dudes out there and I'm yep, not sitting yep. here. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not sitting here bashing nobody. I'm not sitting here downing nobody. But, you know, the thing is, when you know a kid and you know their situation, man, uh, pour into it. You know what I'm saying? 50 Cent, 50 Cent just did uh, the executive producing on Pop, Smoke. Pop Smoke's album for nothing. Yes, sir. For yes, sir. And, and he's 50 Cent. Well, we, we found that out at you know, once it started really bubbling, because people were getting 50 Cent a hard time, like, oh, he's getting paid from this because they thought, you know, basically he was hustling the kid or, you know what I'm saying? But that man's always three, four steps ahead, man. Always, man. And and it's, it's he's one. Yeah, he does. You know, his, we all know his antics on social media, whoop-de-whoop, but you can't take away from the fact of, of where his heart is at. So for him yeah. to do that... You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to do that. So if 50 could do that, then there's a lot of local producers, local rappers that could do that. I could sit here and tell you I would do it. And I and I'm actually looking to do it. You know what I'm saying? When we when we get into these other segments, bro, and, and our other 
you know, what what we got planned. We ain't got to release that now, but what what our other plans are, man, I definitely plan on doing that. I want to, I want to, because, because it happened to me and I, I've told, we've had, I've had this conversation with my parents. So they're, they're well aware. And it, it's just no doubt in my mind, everybody has their thing. You know what I'm saying? Some, some people are good at football. Some people good at basketball. Some people are good mechanics. You know, everybody yeah. has that, that trait skill or whatever they're good at. And mine was always music. And if I just would have had the tools early on, man, I would have been gone. Man, I'm glad you said that, man. Once again, you broke that down, man. I, I loved your answer to it because that's what kills a lot of these kids. And even when I was 18 coming up, that you know, that was always the challenge. Even if you're 12 years old and you always wonder, like, what was the difference between me and, you know, when I'm coming up, like, you know, a rapper like Bawa, he was, he came out, he was like five years old, nine years old. I mean, Think about almost the money, the time that was invested into getting him in the industry, exactly. you know, versus that kid that, like you said, could have been that next, you know, that next star. But their parents just don't know what's going on. Their parents don't think about it in that way. Like you said, they're more worried about, well, let me get my kid all these Christmas toys. Let me do these birthdays. Let me go big and go home. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like they just, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. You should love your kid you should want to you know invest your time in and do what you're supposed to do but on the other hand man like you know invest in their future man my last podcast man um i named it um what did i name it i named it uh i said something about selfish being selfish like like uh living for yourself is selfish basically meaning like you know what i'm saying Basically, basically just meaning you know if you're living for yourself, you're not thinking about your kids, your family, your friends. You're not, you know, at at the end, like you gotta, when you come on this earth, you gotta do something for somebody. And if you have kids, man, that's that's your that's everything, bro. So I just Absolutely. I just hate when I talk to kids and they're like, man, I can't do this because I don't know money, man. I, I I you know they give you every reason why they can't achieve something. They're they're just procrastinating, basically giving you excuses. And like you said, you you just said it over and over, man. What what happened to kids going out and cutting grass for some money? What happened to kids? You know, I know there's no more paper routes anymore, but you know, go door to door and and go clean someone's house or go. There's so many hustles out there. Like you said, you said activate the hustle, man. And I love that. Yeah, that that's a good, that's a good point. These kids have to understand. You have to get off that video game. You got to move. You 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 got to make things work, man. So even if your parents don't understand what's going on now, you know, just keep working towards that goal. And then when you get there and they start to understand it, then, hey, then maybe they'll back you up. Maybe they'll be your first investor in whatever you're trying to do. Man, so, absolutely. You know, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not, I, you know, and I I, I want to, I just wanted to hop in on that. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't mean to cut you off at all, man, no, but I'm, that's. That's something that I'm I'm super stupid passionate about, man, because like I said, there there's so much talent that then shriveled up and died in the streets because, you know, it's it's easy to get uh unmotivated, you know, demotivated. It's easy mm-hmm. when, when things happen and and your situation, but just look at I mean, there's so many shining examples. I mean, let's 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 look at a dude like Barack Obama, you know. And, and people say, you know, oh, well, I didn't have a father. 
neither did he, man. This dude is from South Chicago. People people look at that with a grain of salt, but you have to understand what, what that means. He's a black man, regardless of what the media tells you, all this crap that they put out or whatever. He's a black man at the end of the day from South Chicago, grew up without a father, and, and traversed through all that BS and became the first African-American president. So look at that example and get motivated, man. That Something has to a, a match has to be lit underneath you, you know, after after witnessing something like that. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. It definitely every time I, I get the feeling like, oh man, I can't do this or I oh man, damn, I'm I'm in over my head, I think about that. You know what? I had both of my parents growing up. So I'm no one to to sit here and make petty excuses. And and I'm not being insensitive to anybody's Anybody's mm-hmm. situation, I get it. Life happens. You know what I'm saying? And 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 last thing, bro, uh, you know, before before I pass, you know, the rock back to you so you can switch it. Um the music industry as it stands right now, and I, I know this is this is slightly off topic, but it still fits the narrative. Um, all these songs uh, uh, uh and advocating of, of of trap music. I'm not disrespecting trap music i know trap rappers salute to them you know ti jeezy all the all the ogs who really who really motivated it but now that's cool man but now like every every rapper has to be a trap like it's, yeah. it's it's damn near to the point to where you can't touch a microphone if you ain't never sold anything and that's and that's wild man so when i'm telling you to activate your hustle Get it, get it how you live and do what you got to do. But just understand that a lot of stuff that's put in these music, you know, I was and I could I could understand, you know, when a lot of these guys first got in the game, they were telling their story. You know, I, I get it for 17, five and this and that. And, oh, I got the bricks. You know, I got pounds and that's cool, man. But kids, kids with a capital mm-hmm. K. Y'all need to understand, man, that that's that's fiction. You know what I'm saying? They might have done it years ago, 10, 15 years ago. And I'm not, you know, I'm not and I'm not I'm not disrespecting Jeezy by any stretch of the imagination, man. But I don't want to hear, uh, 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 you know, a, a rapper in his late 30s, you know, about to be early 40s, you know, on the record talking about selling some dope. Because what happens is now these kids hear that. And they think it's cool, and they think it's 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 a way to to make some money, man. They they don't, you know what they don't rap about when they rapping about selling that dope. They don't rap about um, the the jail time that comes. Oh uh, man, I knew it. They don't yep. they don't rap about the 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 looking over your shoulder because somebody trying to rob you, jealousy. Your homeboys get jealous. Somebody gonna set you up. You are gonna be chasing them little girls. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're gonna get caught up. So that that's that's fairy tale land, man. You gotta know the difference. And that's that's a whole nother reason why, you know what I'm saying, I'm not I'm not gone because I'm not fitting to compromise. This this means to it to me, it's the art. It it means way too much to me to just let it go, you know what I'm saying, and, and just do what the other side wants me to do. And that that's not to say that there won't be a a Renzo the Boss song that that has some of that because 
that's part of my experience. You know what I'm saying? But that's not all you're going to hear from me. You're going to hear, you're going to hear different stuff from me. My bad, bro. I just had. No, no, <laughs> no, no, this is a great conversation, man. And I, I mean, we, we, we already discussed it before we got on the air, man. It's, it's going to be super informal. So I, I appreciate it, man. And um, before we, you know, segue to the next, to the, I mean, our last segment, um, I, I want to ask you a question, man, and you dive as deep as you want on it. doesn't matter to me, man. Um, I, I think I know how you feel about it, but we'll, we'll see, man. So this is the question, man. Do we set our own destiny or is our destiny already made and created? You know, as if can you can you change your, your future or your future set? The way you're going through life is the way it's going to stay. All right, man. Yeah, definitely. We definitely talked about this one. Uh, and I'm uh, uh, excellent question, man. You got some excellent questions. Bro. Uh, and and so just so y'all know, you know, shout out to bro for bringing me on here. And uh, so I I started my podcast, uh, Silver Tongue Talk. Um, and I, I'm going I'm to I'm hit it. I'm going to dive off in it a little bit, man. Uh, I picked that name uh, because there's power in what you speak. Uh, there's power in your talk. Your words have power. So if you're speaking negativity, then you can guarantee what you're going to receive in return from God in the universe is a handful of negativity. If you if you sitting there saying, man, I'm going to bomb this test, man, I'm going to bomb this test, man, I'm going to bomb this test. And you go in there and you bomb the test. You spoke that into existence. You manifested that. So, yes, I, I, I get it. You know, things happen. You know, people people talk about generational curses and and, and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, man. And and we're all given free will. You know, you're you're just because your daddy was an alcoholic. Don't mean you got to be an alcoholic just because your pops wasn't in the picture. Don't mean you ain't got to be in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the parents that that stay and push and fight the fight. You know, that's a that's another segment that we we need to have one day. Salute to Definitely. the parents that 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 fight the good fight, man, but that's not that's not the story for everybody. But does that mean that makes you any less inclined to success than the next person? No, it doesn't, man. And and I'm again, I'm not being insensitive. Yeah, you got odds, you got odds stacked up against you. One thing I could tell you is even though I had both parents, now now here's here's the part that a lot of people are not ready for. Even though I had both parents, you know what I'm saying, growing up, if if I'm being honest, and, and it, it really was a, a, a good thing, you know what I'm saying, but I'm gonna tell you how it can be bad. So my parents, yeah, they were there, but they worked a lot. So I spent a lot of time with aunts, uncles, you know what I'm saying, my grandmother, rest her soul. Uh, learned to learned a lot from from those people, you know what I'm saying. My mom worked full time. She and and still made sure that we ate and had dinner and all that. My dad was away at the army, so my my point in saying that is and how it relates to this topic is, dude, I could have been doing anything, you know what I'm saying. I could have been I could have been out there, and and to a certain extent I was, you know what I'm saying. That's a that's a whole nother story, and I'm not saying that. To brag, if anything, I'm saying that to let y'all know whatever your environment is. I grew up, I grew, I just tell y'all, man, 
I grew up in Colleen, Texas. Uh, I really grew up all around the world. I was born in Louisiana, you know, army brat. So we moved around, uh, spent a lot of time in Louisiana because my mom's wanted to be close to her family. So I, I blessed, I, I got to spend time in my, my home state, taught me a lot. Um, but that wasn't the only place, you know, military. We did have to move around. So the last place uh, that my parents settled at, and they're still there today, is Colleen, Texas. Now, anybody who's anybody knows uh, about Colleen. Uh, it's a it's a gritty environment. You know what I'm saying? To be such a, a small town is riddled with gang activity, uh, drive-by shootings, break-ins, robberies. You name it, man. This, this stuff is happening in that place. And uh, I could have. I had every excuse in the world to become another statistic. You know what I'm saying? And I have homeboys while, while y'all sitting there, you know, down planning again, it's not, it's not something that I'm bragging on. I know dudes be like, Oh, I'm from, I'm from Chicago. I'm from Dallas. Ooh, 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 all that. No disrespect to anybody, man. I'm not, I'm not shitting on where you from, but listen to what I'm saying. You know, uh, I had every excuse to follow those trends. And, and like I said, I did to a certain extent, but I didn't let it define me. I didn't let it drag me down. I didn't let it destroy me. I It helped create, you know what I'm saying, a part of who I am. It, it, it gave me a mentality. Now I walk upright. I could go anywhere and, and, and mix with anybody because at the end of the day, it's about respect. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all about respect. So there's power. Getting back to what I was saying, there's power in your talk. So just because the deck is stacked up against you, your parents on section eight, you, you got a hood, you know, your house got repoed, you 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 got put out on the streets, you trying to you trying to make a way, you you're, you're homeless, living under a bridge, man, you living under a box, you you know what whatever the case may be, that doesn't have to be the end of the story. So when people say, "Oh man, I'm predestined to." To, to, to do this. Nah, man. Reprogram your mindset. Reprogram mm -hmm. your talk. Man. That was a great answer, man. Great answer. I want people to rewind that that last eight minutes right there, man. That just unpack all of that. So we're going we to move forward, bro. I mean, that speaks for itself what you said. I mean, I feel like if you if you can't understand that, man. Hey, you need to Google it. Absolutely. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, we're going to go into the last segment. And I, I won't go over top mistakes like these young artists, these young kids, whatever they want to do. Once again, we brought this topic on here. I know this is not a topic I've discussed before is a rap career. I'm not a rapper myself. I'm not in the music game myself. But, you know, uh, like I said, uh, Lorenzo is one of my best friends. It's something he does. And I, I want to take, I mean, uh, case studies of real people, man, like real people, real tangible people that's around me. Not, you know, I can go over Jay-Z's life story. I can go over a bunch of people's life stories. But, I mean, I, I want to go over the stories of, of people that are close to me that are real. And, you know, he, he's moving up. So pretty soon he's going to be that person that is that I'm going to use as a fictional character like Jay-Z. So, hey, man, look, let's let's get him while he's, while he's here. Why he got time for us. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So what, what's those what's those top mistakes, bro? Like, you know, some of the stories that I hate hearing over and over, and it's still going on to the day, is like how these rap artists are steady signing these these deals, bro. We discussed it briefly. We're not gonna 
you know, put anybody's name in it. Because, like I said, everything's respect. We're not trying to diss anybody, nothing like that. But you still constantly see these rap artists, and now that the corona's coming and, and money's getting shut down, and, which it shouldn't be because we discussed that, right? It, it, it shouldn't be because they should be making money off the back end of the, all these music videos, off of YouTube, off of, you know, their name. But the money's stopping. So explain that, man. Why is the money stopping? Why is this constantly a problem with our with our community, man? Why are they making these messed up deals when, you know, we can get lawyers? All this stuff is open. It's, you know, you got Google. You got all these reasons. Why are these mistakes still happening, bro? Got you, bro. Another <laughs> excellent question, man. It got to be a podcast award or something, man. You're going to have to get one for, 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 for best questions, man. My guy... Shout out to my guy, Mike, man. The questions have just been on point. Uh, but answering the question, yo, man, it I'm a, and I'm gonna say it, and it's a word that it's a word that for whatever reason uh was was made to be a negative connotation for whatever reason. I don't I don't know who was the fool that made it cool to be stupid. And, and and yes, my words are strong. My words are strong, but my words are strong for a reason. Because you think about it, man. You coming up in school, if you're somebody, and I can relate to this because I was always smart in school. And, and, and it got me a lot of hate and it got me a lot of envy because I applied myself. You know what I'm saying? And I just had a sense of natural intelligence and, and people would hate on that. So uh education man uh these these young guys you know it's it's like grandma said everything that glitter ain't gold so these these record companies and and I love it because I feel like it's something that she would have actually said I hated the movie by the way uh not not gonna not gonna name it I guess that I guess that's probably one of the etiquette <laughs> What <laughs> are the etiquette rules? I need to stop name dropping. But uh, my my dog, my dog, I'm I'm gonna just call him Machiavelli, man. They they did something uh in his likeness. Y'all all seen it. We ain't gotta say the name. Y'all all seen it. But anyway, uh, in that thing, you know, his mother, she, she says it best, man. They're gonna give you the tools to destroy yourself, and that's and that's what it is, man. They're gonna give you everything you want man they're gonna put the damn bentley in your face they're gonna put the bugatti in your face they're gonna put the the booty in your face whether you know it or not that chick that you met yeah okay there's groupies there's this and that but i guarantee you y'all 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 talk about ops all the time i guarantee you shorty that came over to you who's extra feeling you is an op bro be smarter than that they, they, they have industry ops as well. They're going to send those ops in there, capture your attention. You're going to be distracted. They're going to make you feel good. They're going to give you this. They're going to give you that. They're going to butter you up. They're going to make you feel like a king. And, and, and then they're going to finesse you up to the point to where you don't want to read your contract. You need to read that thing, man. And, and, and it's no disrespect, but in most cases, you're not you're not a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? A again, it goes back to everybody has a skill. Everybody has a talent. And it's not saying that you're stupid. But what you got to understand is 
when they write that contract, they're not writing it in language that you understand. So you reading your contract might not be the best thing. Yes, you need to read it and understand what you can understand from it. Then you pass it to your attorney. Notice how I said your, not the label's attorney. Guys, come on. Man, there you go. There you go. That's a setup. That's a setup in itself. How that's like that's the same, that's the same as getting and like like a lot of people get. And I had to educate uh one of my relatives on this on getting a public defender. That's like getting a public defender. A public defender is a servant of the court. They not working for you, man. They don't give a dang about you. They gonna try to get you a deal, get you to admit to if they really care about you, bro, they're not gonna make you admit to nothing that that cannot be proved. Understand that. Something has to be proved. So anyway, uh, yeah, read your contract, pass it to your attorney, spend that bread. It goes back to spend that bread. There's been countless since the beginning of the time. This is this is nothing new. So the fact that it's still happening really breaks my heart, man, because there's some great legends, legends out there who got gamed by the industry early on. So when we saying that it's cutthroat, we really mean that, man, because this this really happened. This really happened. And you need to be aware of that. Don't 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 be crazy. Oh, by the way, the BMI and the ASCAP that I gave you, that's that's royalties. So if you're ready to traverse that, bro. <laughs> that's you know the podcast, man, because I feel like we got so much more to talk about. So much more to talk about. <laughs> For real. So, um, one of the other the mistakes that I've noticed and that I want you to touch on, and, and this is the last question I'm going to ask you, is uh, why is it that uh, – how do I want to word this? Why is it that, you know, I, I, I keep it to our community, man, you know, the African-American community in the rap game. is what, I, what I've noticed as a consumer, as a viewer, as a, you know, you know uh, someone who loves music, man, why is it that we could pay a hundred k for a feature, a feature, and in the background there are no OG uh, rappers, artists that's helping these young, uh, you know, these young artists out, man? Why are we paying a hundred thousand for a feature, million dollars for a feature, but zero for a mentor? You know what I'm saying? To to alleviate these issues, this why are we just running in a rat race, why are we just recreating the same thing? You know, why is it, basically, why haven't they, they, they've created a, uh, you know, what, what is it that, that we have, oh, man, can't, man, basically, like I said, <laughs> why are we paying $100 for a PG versus $0 for a mentor, bro, like, to, to stop these mistakes? Man, exactly, exactly, and you know, uh, it, it, and it really sucks, man. I'm not going to sit here and and I don't want y'all to confuse my answer uh, for for narcissism or, or any anything like that. But the truth is the truth, man. And and the bottom line answer is that certain individuals don't want that. And and these certain individuals, you know, what I'm saying probably work for some of the, the, the top labels out there in existence but that's a cop-out you know what i'm saying when you a yeah. boss you're gonna do what you want to do uh, Facts. 
And the best way that I can I can paint that picture is look at Jay-Z and Beyonce, man. Never in a million years would you think in this day and age that an artist would drop something like Black is King on a major platform like Disney Plus. But they did it. Okay. <laughs> they did it. And that thing is fire. By the way, if you ain't seen it, you know what I'm saying? You need to go see it. Um, so that's a that's a double-edged sword, though, bro. Um, one, one thing is uh, I feel like a lot of these OGs do reach out. Um, they they probably get flooded with you know with with artists uh, all the time. But I, one thing that probably stops them, man, is is the current industry trend, and it it, it sucks because a lot of a lot of people who are real hip hop are not fans, are not fond of the latest trend. You know what I'm saying? The new trend, the the trap culture, and the and uh, you know what I'm saying everybody's yeah. not everybody's not into that you know and I think that gets that gets forgotten about but and it it doesn't make it right you know what I'm saying to 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 a capacity yes I I couldn't agree more I would like to see a, a lot more of these OGs pour into these young kids man and and teach teach them right you know what I'm saying don't don't let them a, a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I did it. You got to do it. No, man, that's that's the yep. wrong mentality to have, man. You should yep. you should want them not to go through what you went through. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look at look at uh, the groups from the past, man. Look at look at what they went through. You know, you you shouldn't want that. You You shouldn't want that same for the for the up and coming generation. And then. The double-edged sword that I was talking about, the other side of it is a lot of these young cats want to buck the system, you know? And and I ain't I ain't gonna get in, I ain't like I said, like I said, that's probably a rule somewhere. So I ain't I ain't gonna name drop, but you know, you know yeah, the one. Yeah, you know, you know the one we just talked about, dude. Now, now, now he uh he felt some type of way uh because he, you know what I'm saying, an uh, OG in the game, reached out to him and, and was trying to kick some game to him. Uh, but he felt he got in his feelings because that OG said, hey, man, yeah, you're going to have to pay some. Dude, where in the, in the world do you get something for nothing? Who, who is, is going to is gonna do something for you for free? So, Facts. Why, why in the African American, you know, why in our community, bro? Everything has to be a handout, bro. And it, it's not even necessarily a handout because he's only doing it for you. He's only Absolutely. doing it for a, a black artist. So you got to understand it, it works on both sides, bro. So and, and that word I was looking for, man, was like a union. Why haven't we seen like a union through these record labels? You know what I'm saying? But you, I mean, you answered it anyway. You know, it, it's people that's trying to make sure that doesn't happen. Make sure we don't unite. Make sure we don't create our own record labels. I mean, yeah, everybody had their own record label, but it's an umbrella. It's, it falls under those big boy uh, uh, record labels. So it's like, man, look, you, if we were willing to spend a hundred k on a feature, I'm willing to spend a hundred k, million dollar, two million dollar on a mentor, man, to alleviate a lot of that pain. You know what I'm saying? Think about, think about it like this. I, I know we said we're gonna name drop, but think about it. What, what would MC Hammer be if he would have had a real mentor, bro? 
Oh he man, man, he <laughs> come on, man. Oh man, man, look, Hammer would have been unstoppable. That's the only reason why. You know what I'm saying? And 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 since since we went there, man, they game they gamed Hammer so bad, and they. And, and everybody talk noise, you know, oh, he went broke, this and that, this and that, man. Yeah, because y'all, you know, it, it, as many people as he put on. So, and he's he's a great example because he put a lot of people on. But what what didn't happen, and he's back rich, by the way. I don't know if people know that. Yeah. But yeah. what what didn't happen, what what uh what he was trying to do, that did not happen. He was doing what needs to be going on now. Bro, you're absolutely right. It, it needs to be a union. You know, we need to stop letting these these people who did nothing but profit off of our, and hell yeah, I'm going to say our. You know what I'm yep. saying? They, they, they try to take so much from us, man. They, they lied to us. They appropriate our culture. You know what I'm saying? We're animals. We're savages. We're monkeys. But it's damn sure funny how the world gravitates towards our culture. They love it. They want more of it. So we have to wise up and understand, hey, there is none of this without us. Y'all not just going to keep exploiting us like this and, and, and getting the best, you know what I'm saying, out of us. Yeah, we need to establish a union. And that union need to be back. You know what I'm saying? It's more than enough multi-millionaire, damn near billionaire African-Americans to make it happen, bro. It's it's beyond time for that to happen. So these young artists are not getting screwed. Now, young artists, I'm going to tell y'all straight up, man. And it goes back to to what we was talking about. Uh, you, you can't be afraid to invest in yourself. It's just that. You can't be afraid to invest in yourself, man. I'll tell you like this, dog. Master P, <laughs> I'm ever blessed, and I pray that I am to be in the capacity with bruh. And 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 he hit me with a price. Hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? Give me, you know, cause like you said, cats out here paying a hundred thousand for for a feature, dropping a meal for a feature. Hey, big bro, what 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 is gonna take, man, for you to you to kick some game to me? Here's my model. Here's what I'm doing. What? Where's the chink in my arm? And I might, I'll pay him five mil. You know yep. what I'm saying? I'll pay him up to up to five mil. If I had it, hell yeah. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. The knowledge you're gonna get back, bro. The knowledge you're gonna get back. The the bumps and cuts and bruises that man got. He's gonna be able to save you from it and make even more money. Like, come on, man. We do that with all sorts of investments all the time. When people want to learn how to buy and flip homes and spend 5000 to go into a class. I mean, people got to be... That's just a whole nother segment, bro. I, we, <laughs> we definitely want to make a part two, bro. Definitely going to make a part two. We, we going to... Oh, yeah. um, but what I want to do, bro, I want to wrap it up because we've been on for a minute. And um, I appreciate your time. I want to let you know I see what you're doing. I see everything that you've been doing, man, from the food truck. To, to you know your rap games to your uh your cipher man to everything you've been doing bro I keep telling you you motivate me and I'm sure you're motivating others bro and even if no one says it I'm gonna say it and I hope whoever you know in my audience and they hear it y'all need to say it and and keep it going bro stop 
throwing his hate out there and, and recognize the real. So I just want to let you know that, bro, for real. Absolutely, bro. I definitely appreciate it, man. I know we've been on here a minute and and, and what y'all don't know is, man, we could keep going. But yeah, we got to shut it down. Bro. We got <laughs> We got normal. <laughs> we got lives just like y'all, man. We, we got to go to bed and, and, and the kids got school in the morning and all that, man. We normal people just like y'all. But no, I I definitely appreciate it, bro. And uh, likewise, man, you know, I'm 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 real glad and I'm, I'm glad to give you your roses while you're still here. Dear friend of mine, you know what I'm saying? Uh very, very close uh, mentor. I, I, I'll say that we mentor each other. I feel like, you definitely, know, what I'm saying most definitely. And, and, and oh, oh my bad, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, nah, I was just saying, and 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 feed off each other, man. And 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 I'm glad, bro. And I, I thank God, and I'm really blessed that you know what I'm saying to have a have a friend like you that I consider a brother of mine. You know what I'm saying. Uh, to to connect on that level and, and to be motivated by it, man. Shout out to you and and everything you doing. The model that you laying out for your kids, the family man. You know what I'm saying. Got your family unit, everything, bro. Strong, powerful, black king. You know what I'm saying. And that's that's the part that that gets left out. That's the part that the media don't like to shed light on. But I'm gonna say it, like you said. Definitely. I'm gonna say it, and I, I hope your listeners see it and. And listeners, man, I'm going to tell y'all, man, procrastination kills. Uh, kill procrastination, my bad, dog. Uh, man, know that the man behind this podcast, man, is a, is, is a powerful man and a good dude, really, a genuine good dude. So listen to him, man. It's, his heart's in the right place, most definitely. I appreciate it, bro. I, I want you to let everybody know what you're working on now, man. What, what can we expect from you uh, moving forward? you know, from Renzo to Boss, bro. And then also, if you have any of your social media that you could plug in, if you don't have them on top of your head, that's cool, man. Uh, just send it over to me, and I'll, I'll make sure I put it in the notes and then push it out on my social media. That's fine, too. Man, absolutely, bro. Yeah, uh, EP Winning Cypher dropped. Um, shout out to, to all the artists that's on there. Um, unfortunately, uh, one, one of them did pass. Uh, rest in rest in peace to bro. I won't I won't say uh his name uh just just because uh we want we want his legacy to live on. But y'all gonna know about that story, man. But anyway, uh EP winning cipher two is is definitely out on all major platforms: Spotify, YouTube. I know a couple people already went out there and purchased it, man. So shout out to y'all for doing that. Um, that's, that's the latest thing I did. Uh, what I got coming up after that, man, definitely going to get my first studio album done. Uh, been a long time coming. Uh, I know y'all probably been seeing the, the Vince McMahon clips. That's, that's the single I'm going to drop, uh, old to me already, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm going to drop it and, uh, go ahead and do that for y'all, man. And, and I'm going to get this studio album out the way. And uh, yeah, man, expect expect a lot of boss. It's a lot of boss on the horizon. And how you find me? Uh, Facebook, uh, Lorenzo the Boss. It's uh, T H E, because we're educated these days. Uh, <laughs> Kimber, yes sir. Uh, and then on Instagram uh, at Renzo the Boss, man. 
Set them up, man. Hey, I appreciate it again, bro. Yes, I really do. So, uh, thanks, man. Like I said, I wanna, I wanna get, uh, do a part two, uh, part two pretty soon, for real. Like, anyone have to be on uh, finance, you know, something else, because I feel like, man, these these conversations always get deep between me and you. So, and it flows, bro. It, it really does. It flows. And I mean, this is my first time actually, uh, you know, having a guest on and getting the kinks out of it. But I appreciate you even coming on late. And it's trying to work through it. So I, I promise it's going to be even better next time. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. And I, I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, the lookout. Uh, definitely. Thank thank you for having me. I definitely enjoyed myself. I hope I, I touched on everything, man. I tried as hard oh, as it to, to stay on topic. <laughs> definitely, 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 bro. You did. All right, bro. So um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and end it. And then I'll, I'll give you a call right back, bro. All right, bro. Bet. Bet.